This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet John Shibley, an incredible servant leader, father, husband, coach, and now author, who is encouraging others to trust God, lead courageously, and walk in purpose. John's book and YouTube channel, Last Inline Leadership, are how he is living his life as an everyday leader who is changing the world. Start your personal growth journey today, where you can learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com. Register for personal growth and development classes so you can develop your own strategies to be a leader in your life. If you're ready for one-on-one accountability, I will walk beside you as your personal coach to help you gain clarity and perspective to lead your life and career as an everyday leader. If you're ready to develop your spiritual growth, you can gather with us for the Everyday Leaders Leadership Devotionals. We meet every day at 7.30 a.m. And we apply these leadership lessons and values to our everyday lives and become a leader that can change the world. Welcome to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. John Shibley, thank you for joining us tonight on Everyday Leaders. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm a big fan and I really appreciate you inviting me. Oh, I love this. You know, I have to do your quote first because you talk about trusting God, leading courageously and walking in purpose. And that's what this program is all about with Everyday Leaders is to help people find and develop strategies to overcome obstacles. And doing these three things, I can't wait to dive into your beliefs and really help our audience today. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. It'll it'll be fun. I think we'll definitely have a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and you have a new book out, um, Last in Line Leadership. Absolutely. It is, it, you know, it's been an awesome ride so far. It's just been out a short time uh, since September, I guess. And uh, through COVID, you know, there just were some things stirring in me, as I'm sure a lot of folks didn't know what to do with some of the emotions and, and thoughts and desires. And, and I know God really um, was stirring in me to build something and create something. And I know you know what that's like. Mm-hmm. So uh, I felt like, in, you know, for once I was going to walk in obedience in, in that regard. And so we, um, I just dove into it and tried to just write down everything that was coming to me through this COVID experience. And really it kind of became a leadership devotional uh, that turned into a book and I've gotten a lot of favorable responses and that's since turned into a YouTube channel as well. Um, But it's been just amazing. 
Isn't it amazing when you talk about this? I love your journey because so many people have been dealing with COVID. You know, all of us, the whole world shut down in March. And and we're talking about the things that we have done differently. And so some of that has just been coping. And if we didn't have coping skills, maybe we worked in a company and we were told you're going to start working from home and all of your kids are going to be at home too. (laughs) And you have to fight for the technology (laughs) and, you know, you have to figure it out. And so having that time to reflect, even through the stressful times and doing something for good, I think that's what's amazing about you and knowing that you felt your purpose was calling you. Yeah, so it really, um, you know, for a long time, I've had passion to write. I've had um, just different experiences to teach leadership at church and men's ministry. And I've had a heart for discipleship for men for years. And I just never have sat down and and decided to take that step of faith and write a book. And I, I feel like I've got just that book in me and all of a sudden I start writing. And, and like you said, I think that's a great word, a coping mechanism for me and different people have different things, but the writing, the, the thoughts and putting it together, because I, I try to look at it from the perspective of what I feel like people need to hear and encouragement and, being that that's a gift um, that God gives us, I wanted to utilize that because in a time where, where we need encouragement the most, um, I felt like I could do my portion with the small portion that I have. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is, right? Meeting ourselves, giving ourselves permission to do something different because through that, I'm sure you had signs of clarity saying, okay, I know this is the right step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it just started to develop too. So, you know, your listeners probably know this, but I, I would encourage those that don't that, you know, the minute you kind of step out in faith, God starts to reveal things about yourself that you never knew were possible. And he stretches your capacity. And, and that's really when the growth starts to happen within yourself. And then it just starts becoming natural. It just becomes second nature to just to, to pour into other people and then, you know, to write down those things and put it together so that folks can benefit from it. And then, you know, not just a book, but having weekly uh, episodes on YouTube and, and, you know, just what you're doing, the same thing as getting people's perspective and hearing those different stories uh, from people that have walked the same path as we have and that have overcome certain things that maybe right now we're in a season that it doesn't feel like we can overcome and I just feel like there's so much hope out there that that needs to kind of be tapped into and and you have a pocket where you are and and then I have a pocket here and and so if enough people are doing that I mean I just get fired up talking about it I think (laughs) I think that's where the passion is and and we start to to see this world kind of change in 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 a good way Mm -hmm. absolutely And, you know, all those things that we hear, those quotes, but we are the change that we want to see in the world. And we have to step into that because if we don't, it's kind of that purpose that's going to die with us. And, man, there has been so much great loss this year for so many people personally, you know, to have to struggle with being quarantined and not seeing loved ones and not being able to travel. And and so when you think about your own personal values, how you begin to develop those. And sometimes it is as simple as getting a journal out and, and getting out that journal with coffee, 
consistently at, at the same time, every day, at the same place, and starting to write down your thoughts. And that's where it becomes the next step of clarity. And and I love this because who would have thought you would have had a YouTube channel, right? <laughs> In 2020. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I never saw this coming. And that's how, that's just a picture of how good God is too, because I mean, he honors, he honors that obedience. And, and I, I've always wondered if I even had a voice and uh, knowing that obviously I do in the small sphere of influence that I have in my life, but I wondered, you know, what, what is that going to look like down the road and how do I grow and expand that? And God does that, you know, mm-hmm. for, for people that are thinking, how do I, how do I, well, really you just step out in what you feel God's leading you to do. And then he multiplies it and he expands it. And that, that takes a lot of the burden off of us and, and a lot of the pressure, because I will, I will tell you some of the reasons that I haven't done certain things to this point is just self disqualification mm-hmm. because I felt like I had to do it all in my strength. And, and, and I'm living proof that, that God, you know, he honors the obedience and he, and he grows and, and expands it. I want you to speak into this real quick because I have been talking to so many people lately and they need to hear this from you because <laughs> they hear it from me all the time. <laughs> and, and that concept of it's right in front of you. The things that you need to step into are right there and you can touch them. You can feel them. But until you take that moment of clarity and really writing your thoughts it won't come clear to you. You may try to achieve things like, I know you have had experience in sales and sales management, you know, and so other people's beliefs may tell you, oh, you should try to do this or, or you'll be able to, you know, take care of your family financially if you achieve this type of success. And when you step back, you have to say, but is that really the things that are going to make my life successful? my family, my community. And there's just a lot of people really struggling with this right now, you know, trying to decide, do they pivot? And if they do, how can they become confident in their own beliefs? Mm. That is, I mean, that is great perspective um, that you, you know, because I know it's common. I know that there's, there's a lot of people and probably me at some point too, you know, we all kind of struggle with that. And, and I would just, you know, my encouragement to those, you know, believers that will will understand what I'm going to say and, and those that aren't, you know, it, it may be something they want to be, you know, researching and, and get curious about. But, you know, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. So I've tried to live by that because if I try to wait till I feel good enough or qualified enough to do something, I'm going to probably be waiting a while because in my own mind trapped in that prison of inadequacy or insecurity that I feel like a lot of people are in just like I was, I I think that's common. And I think we would never get to that point if, if we don't take to heart that, that God will give us what we need in that moment, but we just have to express ourselves step out in that moment of faith, step out, like you said, lean into maybe even a little discomfort at the time. But um, if you know that you know that you know that you've been called to something and you're passionate about something and you're gifted at that, there's 
there's really no other option but to utilize it mm-hmm. and to walk in it because somebody else doesn't have what you have mm-hmm. like that's what i would say is we're all i mean I, the snowflake you know you know analogy we're all unique like we all have unique gifts and they're meant in that place that we are in life they're meant to be used for that moment mm-hmm. and i i think other folks that hear this may be sitting around kind of waiting for someone else to do it well you're the unique portion of this puzzle and you need to step out and, and do that just like I did. Because if I can do it, like I, I'm a living example of how big God is and how good he is because I'm ordinary and he's extraordinary, obviously. And look what he's doing. Like you said, I would have never thought I was a YouTube channel person. Like <laughs> I didn't even know how to make one of those and to write a book. You know, I love the concept, love the idea for years. I've wanted to write a book. I've just, either been scared or tried to say I was too busy and now all of a sudden I have this time on my hands at home with COVID and those things and really toiling with those emotions that come with this quarantine and things around around it I'm I'm kind of backed into a corner in a good way um and and sort of forced to step out into what I just talked about you know do it Mm -hmm. do it afraid do it anyway like that's what I hear Joyce Meyer say all the time. Do it afraid. Mm-hmm. I know you're fearful, but do it afraid. And that's why I say lead courageously. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's part of that. Well, and I think for people of faith, right, if you're listening to this and you mm-hmm. are saying, okay, I believe, but you're not fully stepping into your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to challenge people because I love these challenges. You know, uh, John mm-hmm. Maxwell is my mentor my main mentor. I just absolutely adore him. And I love it because he challenges me all the time. And one of those things was he challenged me to start a Bible study on Proverbs last October. And I didn't really know how that would look. But I'll tell you what, after 416 days this morning, (laughs) we are still Mm -hmm. studying the leadership Bible and we are still, and it's growing and and clarity and, and people are, you know, finding a, a lot of clarity, um, their own and through this, but I didn't know that when I was called to start that. Right. It, mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage people like you, you can't control for those of us that are type A's right? <laughs> or, or right. the D personalities, we want to get it done, but sometimes we have to just give up and let go and let God Take that path, right, and and have that faith, um, and that's the message I really want to send. It's on my heart today to whoever's listening to this that needs to hear this. That if you think your life is supposed to be structured in a certain way, maybe now is that time to say, if there's people in your life that really need you, and you have gifts that you can do to support them, really start thinking about what you can do to create something different in maybe your community uh, to support whatever that is, whatever that is for that, that person or that, that group, because you have it within you. And, and I just think people are looking around, looking for that billboard still saying, yeah, but, but to make money, I've got to go do, do it this way. Right. And, and we know of faith, you just don't have all the answers. You just have to believe. Absolutely. I, I would a hundred percent agree. And I, you know, 
wish I would have listened to your show, you know, years ago and heard that message. Um, because, uh, you know, there's no, there's never too late to step out and do these things. It's just, you know, you wish, Oh man, I wish I'd have just done it afraid anyway, you know, or done it unsure. And what I would encourage folks is I go back to the writing, you know, journaling. I wasn't a, I really was not a journal person. Um, even though I love to write and create, but I just wasn't a journal consistently. And I would say those people that you're talking to in that last statement, just write three things down, you know, write three things that you feel good at, that you're good at, and then write three things that you're passionate about and watch how those align. And then write three ways you can bless somebody else with those gifts and, mm. and with those passions, because it's going to come to you. I'm uh, God's going to, there's a scripture in Habakkuk that talks about have a vision and make it plain on tablets so that he may run who reads it. And the way I had that explained to me one time is that you write that down as a, as a, a sign of faith. God's reading that he is going to allow you to run in that, whatever you're writing down. And I, I, I just, I challenge, like you said, I love that word, challenge people to really expand some of their capacity and, and do something that maybe doesn't feel comfortable right now, mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, you won't know the end result. Like you just said, we don't always get to know the ending, but start somewhere and start there. And even if it's uncomfortable, if you feel passionate about it, you feel God's leading you there and you're, you're gifted in a way, don't waste that. Well, and I want to encourage people as you were talking, you know, it's about our pain, right? It's not just mm -hmm. about what might look good or, oh, this is going to take my mind off of all the things that I've been having to deal with. Sometimes it's the pain that we're experiencing. That's what we need to write about. Those are the things mm -hmm. that we can actually help other people that are suffering with the same things. And, and I challenge you, if you're listening right now, if you are struggling with mental health through all of this, or you know people around you that are struggling with mental health through, through COVID and the quarantine and the isolation, you know, maybe you have a gift that there's a program that you need to develop that can actually add value to the community. And, um, and that's just really been on my heart today before this call. And so I'm, I'm just so glad that we're having the opportunity to talk about this, John, because I think, you know, there's just, um, there's so much that, that has to be created yet. And, and we're not through COVID-19 and COVID-20 and COVID-21, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and so mm -hmm. people really need to start developing strategies that, that can help them sustain their capacity. I wholeheartedly agree. And I would, I would add to that, you know, emotion can deter us sometimes. And even though emotions are real and, and I'm certainly not a psychologist and, and there are people that have real, 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 um, pain out there, but I would say, don't let emotion talk you out of something that could be your destiny. That could be that calling for you because maybe you feel like you're not good enough, or maybe you've been told things that you're, you know, you're just not capable in that area. You know what? I mean, I just, I really hope somebody, just one person hears me say, if I can do it, anybody can like literally, uh, I've gone through many things in my life and 
you know, I, I'm blessed to, to be able to say I haven't experienced some of the, the, you know, mental, um, hardships that are out there, but I have, everybody's got their own brand of suffering, right. And their own brand of broken. And it all requires people overcoming that. Mm -hmm. So I think all under that spectrum, all things are able to be overcome. And, and with God in our faith, because he calls us overcomers, he calls us more than conquerors. And to me, I take that to mean that we are good enough. I take that to mean we are capable and he, he's just ready. He's ready to use us. He's ready to that person he created uniquely, not like anyone else. He's ready to use that person. And I think that person's listening to your show. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think so too. I get calls and emails and text all the time, you know, that, um, it's the one thing that you say that maybe they've heard it a million times, but today there's somebody that needs to hear this that's going to step into really what their purpose is. And so it's really important, you know, go back and listen to this again and get your journal out because it's <laughs> something on my heart mm -hmm. like this. I know that it's meant for someone <laughs> and that mm -hmm. special one uh, is really potentially can change systems and can change the world. Because what we know is when we start to influence our community and we feel good and we feel confident in the things that we're doing that are adding value, that can significantly change our relationships with everyone in our life and the world we see starts to change. And so I think it's really important, especially now, <laughs> you know, these are really difficult times. And uh, I just, it's on my heart. So <laughs> I'm going to shut good. up now. <laughs> but, no, I could, I could preach, it. you know, I could stand on the pulpit and say, <laughs> yeah. you got to do it. But uh, yeah. what I found is as, as you gain the clarity, you know, you look back and say, well, it felt like a switch that you just, that was cloudy. And all of a sudden, when you started stepping into it consistently, things just started to change. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, it's hard to say until you've gone through that transformation. And once you do it, you want to just, your heart explodes for everyone else to be able to share that kind of love um, and adding value in your, in your community and in the world. Absolutely. And I, I would even, you'll, you'll be able to relate to what I'm about to say. Um, being in corporate America for years and, and, you know, I've, I've been in sales for 25 years and been, really good at it um had areas of improvement of course but i've been number one in the company in sales before and and just different varying degrees of success that paid the bills and then some but i will say to people like there is no better fulfillment and contentment than when you feel like god's impressing in your spirit something and you step out and do it and then you watch people be impacted by it and blessed by it, not because of how great I am, but because I just stepped out and did something I felt God telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And he did that. And then when I get that feedback from people, you know how this, I mean, you're, you can relate. So there's not a better feeling. I, I don't, I could be number one in the company every year. And, and that feeling's not going to compare with doing a YouTube channel interview that I do and having someone share their story of, of a broken time that they 
pressed through and God delivered them. And then someone watched it and told me a week later, wow, I needed that. Or have a pastor tell me they watched it and forwarded it to somebody who they knew needed it. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that's a, a thousand awards being number one in the company. That's a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. So I, you, you probably, I'm not going to speak for you, but you, you know, that <laughs> level of fulfillment and contentment when you do something and you build something and it impacts somebody. You know, you just said two words, fulfillment and contentment. Mm -hmm. And those mm -hmm. are really important because when you look at, I'm not telling people quit your corporate job. I'm not no, telling you that no. at all. <laughs> because, I still have one, by the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we all have to survive. Uh, it's, it's what fulfills you besides that. Because many people will go through life and say the eight to five job because of the challenges and, um, and, and the ability to fit in and, and, and compete, you know, if you will, in an environment, it gives them that adrenaline rush. What sometimes if you just are quiet and you realize that this capacity can be even so much bigger when you tune into your actual gifts and, and figure out, you know, who in your family and your circle is suffering that you can build something for them to add value to someone else. That's, that's really when the magic happens, you know, and then that's when the universe kind of pulls you into things that you have no idea about <laughs> and mm -hmm. programs and nonprofit groups and all kinds of things are developed from it. And so I just, um, I just really want to encourage whoever's listening that needs to hear this, <laughs> mm -hmm. do something <laughs> because yeah. this is yeah. for you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of folks that are, that are really good at things and really gifted and really the, the, you know, their splash could be, could reach beyond their imagination, really. Like they could have such a ripple effect throughout their community, even their family, like you mentioned, and they don't realize it. I didn't. I thought, okay, yeah, I'm good at a couple of things, but I don't really know how to put legs on that and, and let it walk about the earth and help people. Like, I don't really know what that looks like. But again, that's not, that's not really going to be our burden. Our, our responsibility is going to be identify them, utilize them, and then let God expand that. And I'm telling you, there's a world out there that needs whatever you have mm -hmm. and specifically you, whoever you are listening, like there's a world that needs whatever you're good at. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other concept I want to kind of speak into is this whole, you know, adding 1% effort, 1% effort mm -hmm. every single day. And when you do that for 365 days, you can compound that to 37% greater mm. result. Mm. And I have experienced that in this Bible study. I can tell you that <laughs> because looking back and saying October 1st, when we said, oh, we were challenged to read Proverbs October 1st through 31, and, and we continued that. And then looking back now and saying 416 days, so what we know now is we're doing this with greater effort, with, with deeper investigation, with better application, right? And so it's the clarity that, that comes to you through that consistency. And, and so anything that you do, you know, and it may just be um, something that you're curious about. And so that's where journaling really helps too, because 
you may not know how to do something, but then you decide you're going to show up consistently to learn about it. And after you study something for 10,000 hours, you become an expert, right? <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, man, there was some things that came to me when you were talking and, and I, I feel like, you know, start, I think starting small and starting simple is important. And you mentioned the 37%, um, improvement or impact and that started with a 1%, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it, it starts small and it starts simple and God's really good at math. So, I'll just tell you, he's into (laughs) exponential multiplication. And if we start small and we, you know, we start that small journal and those three things I talked about, and then we consistently pray about it and meditate on that. And, and I believe he's going to reveal those things that turn into a big, something big down the road. And that 37%, you know, started with that 1%. And I, I think that's a great, um, the fact that you came up with that is, is amazing because that even makes me kind of think long and hard about 1% every day. Right. And I, I coach a baseball team, my son's baseball team as well. And, and I just, we tell them, you know, get 1% better today, just learn one more, one new thing today. And at the end of the the season, right, we have a, a fairly decent ball player. And, I think I think as people we can we can fill in the blanks however we want when it comes to that one percent. But but the effort, like you said, and the attitude, mm-hmm. those are the two things that we can control. Mm-hmm. And so in a world today that's almost feels like it's slipping through our fingers, right? We can still hold on to the attitude and effort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so the challenge is, what are you going to do to find that thing that you can improve? in your life, 1% every day, every day. This show is going to release here at the end of, almost the end of the year. And so as people are thinking about, you know, this last week of 2020, reflecting on what do you want to change for 2021? And that could be your 1%, right? It could be exercise. It, It could be anything, being better with your finances, creating a date night, you know, spending (laughs) special times with your kids, learning a new skill, learning how to do YouTube, (laughs) something, right? Right, right. But uh, (laughs) something to add value uh, to bring your confidence uh, up to a level that that you really see for your life. And so I just, man, this has been awesome, John, (laughs) because it is so important that people feel like they have a choice today. And and I know it's been a struggle for 2020 and and we're all looking for that one thing, right? That's going to say, I've I've heard this a million times, but now I really need to step in and do something because it's a, it's all about our decision and you know, you can hear it and you can sit there and read about it, but you need to step into it. So take action. That's the challenge today. Take action for that 1%. Absolutely. That's, that's a good word. And, and I think it's very tangible for folks to grab onto something like that. So John, uh, tell us more about your book, the last inline leadership, um, this process that you wrote about, you know, knowing that you're a person of faith and how you wrote this through COVID so much inspiration. Um, 
using this now for the YouTube channel and inspiration to find people that are also on this journey. How do you see the next, the next chapter for you? What's that look like? So I think it is really and truly um, just expanding on some of the influence that this book's already had and some of the YouTube channel influence that it's had, because, you know, the name of the book last in line leadership is from the scripture in Matthew that talks about to be last, you know, those that are first, it'll be last and last will be first. And it really was, I was trying to encourage people that the best leaders are really the servant leaders. And I will say, you know, nowadays it feels like, maybe we're not connecting all the dots in that regard from a leadership standpoint. And I feel like there's a lot to learn and a lot to, to implement. So the next chapter for me, I think I have, I'm writing another book. I know that. Um, but you know, baby steps to that, I, I'm trying to just engage with different people in different areas and walks of life for the YouTube channel, because so many different people have different perspectives and they've walked through so many different things. And I just feel like people's story is so powerful. And I think hearing it on, you know, audio or video, and I think just hearing their tone behind it and just seeing into their heart when they tell a story and things that they've overcome, I think that is absolutely powerful. And so I'm going to do a lot more of that. I'm going to, um, you know, see about uh, writing. I've been writing curriculum for, for our church men's ministry. And so, uh, I know, you know, this guy, Chip Baker and I, um, <laughs> he and I work together on a couple of things too. And he's been a great, uh, encourager, um, to help me through some of this book process. But now I will say, I, I think it's just getting started. And I just, when I have those days of interviewing somebody, it's like, literally Christmas morning um, from a kid's perspective because I get so excited because I just don't know what's going to happen. I just don't know what story I'm going to hear. And there's so much out there that I think is encouraging for people. And, and that's my goal is to just get more stories out there that people can relate to and just see that ordinary people can overcome, you know, extraordinary odds because of an extraordinary God. And, we can, we can all do this together. And I think one little, you know, one little thing that I do, one little thing that you do. And I think all of that adds up. And like I said, God's really good at math. And I think he's going to multiply that. And, and we're going to see, uh, we're going to see hope start to rise back up. I believe. Mm-hmm. I do too. I, I absolutely do. And I know it starts with this because this has been wonderful, John, to have you here with us in the everyday leader group and, and a member of the 50 and 50, I always say this is, you know, an exclusive group that really needs to, to forge ahead and lead the path because uh, it was designed with uh, the right number and you fit into the right number for 2020. And the message at the end of the year here is, is really to reach inside of your heart. And there is something bigger for all of us. And uh, this has been fantastic to have you on and, and share your message with the world. It's been, it's been a blessing. I mean, I, I can't put words into it, but I, I really do appreciate the opportunity because I do, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing 
and it's just it's an honor to be a part of it oh thank you and thank you chip baker we have to always give a shout out to absolutely the man that connects everybody <laughs> i love chip <laughs> from the bottom of my heart uh, how can people find you john after this podcast if they're listening right now what's the best way to find you so i i have instagram and that's that's really primarily where i post a lot of uh, daily encouragement or weekly encouragement um last in line leadership and then last in line leadership on youtube there are several episodes um that are on there i believe we're in our second third month now of doing those and they're weekly and um the last in line leadership book is on amazon um, and I will say, um, it's been, there's been a really good response to, to all of those. And I have, you know, there's an email last in line leadership at gmail.com. If anyone has any questions or any things they want to share, like I, I'm an open book and I'm very accessible. And, and I think that's where the power is, is just hearing from multiple people and different stories and sharing that. Excellent. Well, I want to invite you on. We do a lot of lives for YouTube as well. And so this is not the last time, everyone listening, that you will hear from John Shively on Everyday Leaders. So John, thank you very much for all you're doing. Please continue to do the things that we do as Everyday Leaders to change the world. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.